welcome. I hope you are whatever. I hope at whatever point you're listening to us in your day right now that you're having a good one. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am your favorite comedian and comments and specials, Amanda Seals, joined by DJ Nails on this National Side Chick Day. What up, Amanda? <laughs> National Side Chick Day. You know, Mary J. Blige has a song called No Happy Holidays. That's the whole song is like, I always got to celebrate the day after with you. And I mean, I feel like if you're a side chick, though, like, you know that. Maybe I'm just too practical, but I've never understood the concept of like being the side chick, but like being surprised that you're not like spending the actual day with the person. But I watched Ray the other day and like he was in like full on relationships with other women when he was on the road but then they would be like surprised when he'd be like I'm home now with my wife and they're like so I can't call you when you're home with my no no I can't remember I can't remember who is the artist it's either Zero I think or Hawk but it's a Houston artist and he had a song that goes I'm chilling with my girl and you already know so if you want to meet me hit me on the down low if I don't call back don't put on a show it's like yo this is what it is Accept your role. (laughs) I just, I've never understood that. Knowing your role is so important in this life to know when to elevate, when to pivot, and when to, you know what? Step aside. Well, our role, as always, is to bring you some Black Eared news. So, what do we got for the folks today? Um, The unfortunate news that we heard last night three students killed and others injured in a mass shooting, this time at Michigan State University. You know, this really is just. I don't even know what we're supposed to say at this point when we when we hear this news. I don't I don't know what culturally is supposed to be the response because thoughts and prayers ain't it, right? And we send our love and our you know our heartfelt remorse to the family. Like I you know I don't know what that really does. And uh, the truth of the matter is we have real evil people that don't feel like this is a problem big enough for them to lose money on, and that's really what the bottom line is. So then I guess the conversation becomes, how do we then ignite people to feel more empowered to change this? Because I don't think enough people feel like they can. What else we got going on? Well, the Super Bowl halftime show, we uh, had a star that came out of it. It's an ASL interpreter, Justina Miles. She went viral. Wait till you hear these accolades this girl has as well. I mean, listen, if you saw the videos, then you know she was not just doing American Sign Language. She was doing an entire interpretive praise dance along with that American Sign Language as she interpreted Ms. Rihanna's performance. So great to see that she's getting these accolades. We also got a TikToker who says this type of man never chases women. Curious to hear what type of man that is. And uh, ladies, I'm sure you are as well. Actually, everybody, I'm sure you are as well, because I know the, the dudes is like, let me find out if I'm that type of man. If you're chasing <laughs> women, you're not. So let me just clear it up for you right quick. We're also going to feature another Getting to Know Amanda and Nail segment. So stick around to find out what you're going to get to know about us today. Now, stay connected with us 24-7 on all social media at Seal Said It. And give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. All right, we are back right here at the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, joined by... I am Nails. Uh, let's get into this Black Eared news. Uh, three are dead and five are injured in the mass shooting that happened on Monday night at Michigan State. And all were students uh, who were injured. The suspect is a 43-year-old man who was not affiliated with the school. And authorities are investigating right now to figure out what his motive was. They're searching through his house. They talked to his sister who said that she shocked it happened. And they don't even know a motive right now. She did say that her brother had been living in their dad's house in a secluded room by himself. So maybe that can allude to something. But man, this is just ongoing. This is always happening in our country. 67th mass shooting in 2023. It's not even March. Thank you. We're not even out the first quarter. And something that I found was even more devastating was that one of, I'm getting emotional as I think about it, one of the students who was present in Michigan and survived this mass shooting also survived the Sandy Hook shooting. She's 21 now. So she has now survived two mass shootings in her 21 years on earth. I just, I can't even wrap my head around what that means 
for her, let alone what that really means for all of us, you know, because she then has to be acknowledged as a benchmark in what this country is about. I I mean, that's, she's not even in the same town. She's not even in the same like area code. She's in Connecticut and then in school and college in Michigan and experiences both of these. And it's just incredibly sad because it is preventable. But a lot of y'all really listen to these stories and say, well, this means we need more guns or this means we need more police. What it means is we need less guns and more mental health support. That's what we actually need. There's that. Let's talk about something positive. Yeah, something something positive. Uh, People saw the halftime show and I didn't see this when I was watching the halftime show live, but Justina Miles, she's a 20 year old star now, man. She was the uh, first deaf woman to provide ASL interpretation for the halftime show. And she killed it. Of course, there's a video that went viral of her doing her interpretation, but she also did it for Lift Every Voice and Sing for Cheryl Lee Ralph at the beginning uh, as well. And listen to this girl's accolades right here, though. She's currently a nursing student at Bowie State University. She was also valedictorian at the Model Secondary School for the Deaf in Washington, D.C., and was also a part of the USA team in the 2021-2022 Deaf Olympics in Brazil. This girl right here is a star. You said you saw that video? I mean, getting it, okay? <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of us, our version of ASL has always been some white lady in a box on the bottom of the screen looking real stiff. So. Yep. It really is great to see that this is absolutely not the only version and that there is a whole world. And I I learned that there's AAVE in ASL. Like there is African-American vernacular English within American Sign Language. Wow. Yes. There's a whole black sign (laughs) language. Okay. Which, of course, doesn't surprise me at all. And a lot of the reason is because segregation and the same way that students, black students couldn't go to school with white kids, black deaf students couldn't go to school with white kids. And so they had their own thing going on over there, too, with their own ASL. Listen here, y'all. I just love it that she is getting her shine and she's going to continue to shine because clearly that's just what she do. Now, coming up next, there's a TikToker out here who says that a certain type of man never chases women. Well, I'm curious to hear what kind of man that is. All right. When we come back, it's the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back. This is the Amanda Seals Show. Joined by DJ Nails. Now, yesterday was Valentine's Day. Apparently today is side chick day. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, love has been in the air. People, A lot of people were hoping that they would get a Valentine or that they would get, you know, some type of phone call situation. And maybe that didn't happen. And maybe they were wondering, well, why, why isn't this particular individual not like checking for me? Well, apparently... Uh, there's a TikToker who explains why a particular type of man doesn't chase women. I'm also curious to hear what he means by chase women. So let's check it out. This type of guy doesn't chase women. And I'll tell you why. Number one, if he's really this type of guy, he probably don't have an issue with women. That's number one. Number two, when a man is secure and he's confident um, and he's good being by himself. I think a lot of people try to fill up the space because they don't like being alone. This type of guy don't struggle with being alone. So he don't need you. He wants you, but he don't need you. And because he doesn't need you, he ain't going to chase you. Hmm. I'm not really sure what she's saying. What does chase mean? He's not going to woo you. He's not going to he's not gonna show you that he's like, he's not going to make an effort. That's I'm not sure. Continuously make efforts to try and be with you or, you know, physically or, or be around you. Hmm. Yeah. That doesn't sound like someone you want to be with anyway. I mean, just because someone can be alone and comfortable doesn't mean that they do not have to demonstrate effort in getting what they want. <laughs> so, right on, right on. you know, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I think there's like a very necessary element there that gets left out. It's like, great, he's secure. But I mean, I think maybe she left out the part about like when people are playing hard to get, maybe when they like are trying to pretend like they're not interested and they want someone to like, do like a lot of extra stuff that maybe is not completely genuine. Is that what she's trying to say? (laughs) That could be one, or she could possibly be saying, well, not be saying that he's just not interested in her in particular. That's not what she said. She specifically said he may want you, but he's not going to chase you. So I don't know what that means because if you want something, then you need to go and get it. 
but <laughs> or he's just saying he want you. <laughs> and you're convinced well, that's, that's, that's the whole other point though that's not that's not what she's that's not the point she's making so all right well i think you know she was trying to say something deep there but i feel like it kind of missed the mark but let me know what you all think oh, give damn. me a call one yeah it didn't really do anything 1855 that's 1855-262-6328 coming up next we are getting to know amanda and nails stick around oh, oh. the amanda seal show we up we up we up Welcome back. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, joined by... I am Nails. Happy side chick day. But, you know, yesterday um, was Valentine's Day. A lot of people spent some time with their boo and allegedly babe, got some good gifts and stuff. (laughs) It's time for that. Getting to know Amanda and Nails. Uh, Today's question is... What What was your best Valentine's Day ever? Or best gift received or given? Hmm. I don't know that I've ever had a Valentine's Day worth really writing home about. Really? I mean, it's not to say, yeah, like it's not to say that I haven't like received a gift on Valentine's Day, but like I, no one has ever like made Valentine's Day like a thing for me. Mm-mm. I mean, Devon, when we were in college, he like cooked me dinner for Valentine's Day. That was nice. Yesterday morning, he cooked me breakfast, <laughs> but like he, he do that all the time. He likes cooking. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like, you know, I got a, I got a bear. I got a, I got a, a, a balloon. Um, but yeah, like, I feel like there's people who have like Valentine's day, like extravaganzas, you know, yeah. like they're taking on yep. like trips and it's like, they're giving jewelry and all type of stuff. But like, I don't feel like I've ever had any like knock them out the park memorable, like, Oh, that one time I remember like breaking up with somebody and we got together just so we could spend Valentine's day together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> what, about, what about you? Um, so mine was uh, in undergrad. I ended up getting some tickets to a WWE event. For those who don't know, I'm a big pro wrestling fan. And she actually bought tickets for me to go to a WWE live event. And for me to realize that, first off, she hates wrestling. So for her to buy tickets and go to the event with me and make an effort to try and figure out what's going on during the show and everything, that was memorable to me. To me. And to this day, we're actually cool friends like we're we're acquaintances like to this day did you reciprocate in any way on that valentine's day that night i absolutely did oh my god for the record (laughs) sex is not reciprocal okay because it still takes her to be there but good try try. (laughs) that night it's like i ate around for an extra 20 minutes um wish y'all men really understood how not as valuable that really is. I feel like men really be thinking like, I'm about to throw it down. This thing is made of gold. And it's like, it's a hype. Like, it's cool. It's cool. But I know men really, really, really value. And I know a lot of women do the same thing. Like, ah, this thing. And I'm just like, I mean, yes, but you're not the only one with one. You're right. <laughs> so, you're right. You're right. You're and right. so for all of us, I'm just like, can we can we place value on some other things? I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, coming up next, we're going to do what we love to do here on the show. We're going to hear from y'all, our callers. This is the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Black History Month. And we love when you call us up and tell us that you're proud to be black. All right. 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6328. Listen, you can call us up any time of the day. And leave a message, all right? We had a caller right now responding to the story about Nettie's Restaurant, the Italian spot up in Jersey, no longer allowing mm-hmm. kids under 10 years old in their place of business. Listen to this. Sadly enough, as a mother, I agree with this restaurant, but it sucks for me because I do parent my child and she knows how to act in public. But I took my daughter out to dinner last week for her birthday. And it was a bunch of these little white kids running around. And my daughter looked at them like, who's raising them? So it's not us. It's them. Get them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can't. That would, mm, you can't do that. That would be segregation. But I understand because I do think that there's a certain like parenting style that I've noticed around different cultures and like there's really parents who really be like, it's fine for you to run around this restaurant. And I think they look at it like, well, we're out and so we're in a confined space. Nothing could really happen. So like, I'm going to enjoy my wine. You enjoy climbing that tree over there and everything will be all good. But I think <laughs> what it really does is like inconsiderate 
to the fact that like your child is creating a ruckus and this is not, you know, sky zone. This is not uh, a play, a play pen. <laughs> yeah. Like this ain't that when I hear for that. Now, I mean, nails. have you had any of those experiences where like you're at a restaurant and the kids is wilding? Oh, man, that's why I agreed with Nettie's for saying they didn't want nobody under 10 years old. And I immediately started picturing a specific kid that's running around in there because we know black kids. All our mom got to do is just look at us and we know what the hell she's saying. I ain't going to lie to you. I, 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 ain't, I ain't never seen a black child acting up in a restaurant. Never seen it. <laughs> I don't want to racialize the children, but I'm going to racialize the parents. And I ain't, I ain't never seen it. <laughs> so there you go. We've solved it. Nettie's, it's a cultural problem. <laughs> so there you go. All right. Well, speaking of cultural problems, despite record funding from the White House and Congress, HBCU campuses are faced with new challenges for their students. And we're going to get into it right here when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. having a good hump day right here at the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, rocking out with you. Do not forget that you can check out Small Doses Podcast with a new episode right here on Urban One Podcast. So make sure you head over to Urban One Podcast or to wherever you get your podcasts and put in Small Doses and you can check out the latest episode of Small Doses Podcast. Actually, this week we have Shakira Rain Autry, who is the hero of the Buffalo Blizzard. She saved an elderly man from the snow. She bathed him. She clothed him. She fed him. And for that, she has been honored by so many folks, including Small Doses, and she's going to share her story with us. So make sure you check that out. And you can watch it tomorrow on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. Nails! Now, back to the Amanda Seals show. We've got to get some black <laughs> news. All right. So our black news first story we're going to talk about this hour, despite increased interest and funding at HBCUs. Well, the campuses are navigating through a housing crisis. I mean, I don't know how they didn't see that coming. You get more students. You need more dorms. I kind of got a an idea of what the problem is and we'll talk about it this hour. Okay. okay. All right. We'll get into that. Uh, we also got <laughs> the star of you has requested no more sex scenes to protect the fidelity of his marriage. Mm. Um, yeah, we're going to get into that because last time I checked, it's acting. <laughs> so there's that. We're also going to get into the Figo, Figo. of today. So stick around and find out who's going to get the props and who's going to get the blows. Also, if you miss any of the show, where can they go to get it? Nails. You can go and get these shows wherever our episodes are available, wherever you get your podcasts, all right? Just type in The Amanda Seal Show, all right? Listen, laugh, and learn, because this right here is The Amanda Seal Show. Everybody, what's going on? It's Amanda Seals here to give you some laughs and some facts. And that's what Nails is about to do with Black Year News. What do we yeah. got? Over in HBCU realm, HBCU presidents are actually saying that it's the increase in enrollment in his students that's coming into the HBCUs, but it's causing a housing problem. It's a housing shortage. Morgan State is leasing some hotels for students, and they even opened up a new dorm last year, 670 rooms in that dorm. And then next year, they opening up another 604-bed dorm, but it's being said the reason for this boom is enrollment is obviously popularity of our HBCUs, but also the COVID-19 school lockdowns are a factor because people want to actually experience the full experience of being a student on campus at their HBCUs. Here's my assumption on it, right? Because we've been doing this like Bethune-Cookman. When I was an undergrad, our school was renting out hotels to give rooms to students. And I think that it's because HBCUs, we over-recruit and then we don't expect that amount of students to actually come in 
and we actually get all the students that we did recruit and the popularity of our schools right now, just like I said, is a factor. But people are actually showing up at HBCUs. There's a number of housing and then mm-hmm. there's a number of exceptions that you make. Like, don't accept so many more students than you have housing for Bingo. unless you just want the money for the tuition. And if you cannot house the students, then you need to have a certain allotment for students that are not going to have on campus housing. And they know that, right? Like maybe they know that they're going to be commuter students or maybe they know like you're accepted, but we cannot offer you on campus housing. Like, I just feel like stuff like this is doesn't need to happen. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if maybe there's something from the story that's missing because I feel like, well, who the hell am I to all of a sudden be able to come in here and be like, well, clearly this is a problem. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm like, I shouldn't, I'm like this right here from what I'm reading looks very basic, but I'm hoping that there's an element of this that we're missing that's really causing the issue. So we'll have to find out with more time. But, you know, the funding is also an issue. But there's also the fact that, like, a lot of these structures are like 150 to 200 years old. Yeah. Like the actual buildings themselves. And so, like, they're having to build new spaces that, you know, they need to get a church building fund going. That's what they need to do. <laughs> they need to do. But this is something that they've been looking for the White House HBCU Board of Advisors to help with and uh, to really get some money allocated over there. And so hopefully this can be rectified because I think that in the best case scenario, you would create more housing so there can be more students who are going to more HBCUs. Yep. That would be the best option. Well, it looks like President Biden is in the Black History mood. Yeah. Uh, well, apparently he and uh, First Lady Jill Biden, they're going to host a till screening. At the White House. And this is on par for him making history last year. Remember around this time last year, it might not have been around this time, but I remember last year that they signed legislation for the anti-lynching bill. And this is kind of coinciding with it. You know, I uh, I saw a video the other day of um, one of the last parties that the Obamas had with the roots and they brought out Common and they brought out De La Soul, rest in peace, the true way the dove. By the way, I kept saying that he was plug one of the De La Soul crew and he's plug two. So I apologize because I definitely was making a mistake with that. But uh, I just was like, dang, the Obamas used to have it turned up. So I guess it's <laughs> Biden's version of turning up. <laughs> he's like, we're going to have a movie screening at the White House. But I really do think um, there's something to be said for this because the movie Till, a lot of people did not want to go see this film because they said, you know, we don't want to see more black trauma. We don't want to see more black pain. But the movie is really about the mother and the director of the movie is a sister. And she was like, I am not by any means trying to make another example of black pain. This is about black love and black joy. And that's what we're going to be showing here. So Whoopi Goldberg, who starred in and produced the film, she told the Grio that it seems fitting that the president who made sure the Emmett Till Anti-Lynching Act finally got signed into law would have the film screened at the White House. I think particularly also in the fact that we are watching this country attempt to erase the realities and the horrors of white supremacy and how it's affected black folks. Having Till play in the White House is a very direct contrast to that. I so, think, I think our, on, our only problem is going to be, is Joe Biden going to fall asleep during the movie? Mm, touche. <laughs> Will it be disrespectful if Joe Biden falls asleep during Till? <laughs> you know, I'm very concerned. <laughs> um, he 80. I'm saying like he 80. I don't, I don't know that we can blame it on, you know, disrespect. When you 80, I feel like you'll fall asleep during your child's graduation. I mean, it's, 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 anything can happen. Real. Anything can happen. That's real. <laughs> anything can happen. Well, keep it like right here. Coming up next, the star of the show, You, on Netflix, has requested no more sex scenes to protect the fidelity of his marriage? That's confusing to me. And so we're going to talk about it when we get back to The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to The Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals, a member of the Screen Actors Guild since 1995, and also somebody who watches a lot of TV and movies. Nails, do you watch a lot of TV and movies? I do. In fact, I actually watch this show that we're about to talk about. It's called You. Um, it's really dope. It's on Netflix. I can't, I don't want to spoil it, but it is about a guy who has a very toxic, uh, love life. And there's a lot of sex in this show. He's a stalker. He definitely is a stalker. That is, (laughs) that's an understatement. But, uh, this man right here is in a lot of sex scenes and apparently it's uh, spilling into his real life where he said he doesn't want to have any more sex scenes. But the reasoning is weird to me. Like he said, fidelity in every relationship and especially my marriage is really important to me. It just got to a point where I don't want to do that. 
Why do you think doing a sex scene in a movie is you not being faithful to your wife <laughs> or in a TV show? You're acting. <laughs> That's what it is. This is like the same thing with the AKAs and me with the sweater. I'm acting. Mm -hmm. I'm not Amanda. I'm playing a role. And the character is having the sex scene. Are, are you doing porn? Because last I checked, when they do a sex scene, Nails, there's no penetration. There's right. angles. And everybody understands we're acting. The other part of this that's odd to me is that he plays a stalker who is harming women throughout this whole series. Mm -hmm. But his issue is with the sex scenes. What this sounds to me is like marriage is uh, not really secure. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, I was wondering that. I said, it sounds like this right here is like my whiskey when I drink it on Fridays and Saturdays. On the rocks. His marriage might be on the rocks. On the rocks. I mean, some people are like, why is he being beat up for his personal choice? I think it's the reason. If he had just said, like, I don't want to do sex scenes because I'm just, like, tired of being exposed in that way. Or I'm tired of... Um, you know, having that as a part of my contract. Like, I feel like people accept that far more than being like, I don't want to have sex scenes because it is in conflict with being faithful to my marriage. And you're just like, Aah. maybe you were doing a bit more. And that's how this got to where we are. So I don't know. As a fan of the show, he just pretty much confirmed something to me that they're, they're working on some new seasons for the show. So I'm excited about that. And it won't be that much. There sexy. you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Always a silver lining. We can always find it. What do you guys think? Do you feel like if you had a partner who was an actor and they were doing sex scenes, do you feel like you would think that's like them not being committed? Like that's them not being faithful? Would you have a problem with your partner doing sex scenes? Hit me up. one 855 amanda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. I mean, I've never done sex scenes, but I definitely don't feel like I'd have an issue from my partner because I'd also be the goofball in the sex scene. Like, <laughs> we do it as sexy. There'd be nothing sexy about the sex scene once they get cut. <laughs> and that's a fact. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. It is the Amanda Seals show on this hump day Wednesday. It is time for the Big Up Letdown. I'm Nails, and that is Amanda Seals, who is about to break it down and give somebody a salute. I'm going to give a salute right here. We got a... Big Up, Big Up. To my girl, Gabby Union, who is reviving Bring It On. Mm -hmm. Yes, we love a classic 90s film, and the reboot game is clearly not over and gab says i won't in over 20 years after the original she is bringing it back with a sequel that's going to focus on the clovers all right which if we're being honest is who people really wanted to see in the movie and there really is going to be a market for this i think a lot of these reboots it's kind of like eh, who's not who's really missing that but bring it on especially after the success of these shows like cheer on um, Netflix and the whole cheer squad, cheer movement, cheer like revolution. Oh, bring it on part two with the Clovers. It's going to be a thing. So shout out to Gabs. That is our big up, big up. because we love seeing somebody come with a good idea. Today's Let down. comes to a pastor with a bad idea. She thought it would be a real poignant statement to tell her ministry that they should not support Beyonce Knowles in concert. Mm -hmm. Ministry teacher Tiffany, I guess that's Tiffany, but it's spelled T-I-P-H-A-N-I, -I, Tiffany Montgomery, is gaining buzz because she did a sermon where she talked about how Beyonce is a witch. When a witch has a coven, it's normally a small thing. Witches' covens are normally three to seven people. When it becomes thousands, it's called a hive. Y'all are part of that lady beehive and you call yourself a Christian. Now, here's the tea on that, though. People pulled up receipts where she has attended Beyonce concerts in the past <laughs> and talked about it online. Do you understand how let down, let down I would be if I came to church to get a word and this is the word that was being given back to me? I'd be like, this lady's here trying to break my soul. 
Beyonce a witch. What are we talking about? And for the record, there's something very white supremacist about calling black women witches, because the reality is, is that the black women who were labeled witches in this country and burned were women who were practicing African traditions and religions and spiritual practices that had been attempted to get squashed out by their captors. And so they were being called witches and they were being called dangerous because they were still connected to their roots. And so when we look at the demonizing of African spiritual practices, we have to remember that it was demonized by folks who wanted us to hate where we were from. So I don't know if this is knows, but that's what she is continuing when she even makes an allusion to this. She also is continuing to make people look at church like, what are y'all doing? Bingo. <laughs> I want to see how doing? her congregation looks on Sunday. I'm very curious because let me tell you, I know a lot of folks was like, yeah, I'm still happy I gave my money to that concert. And not to <laughs> That's our bingo, bingo. for the day. Give us a call. 1-855-262-6328 and tell us your thoughts. We got more of the Amanda Seal show next. The Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Hey, make sure you call us up. 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6328. We are what? 16 days, 15 days into February, and you still haven't called up and told us why you proud to be black? Tighten up. Tighten up. All right. 855-262-6328. Hit us up and let us know why you black and proud. Now, yesterday uh, in the letdown, we talked about Idris Alba, right? This is what you had to say about him saying he's not happy to be categorized as a black actor. Yeah, it's unfortunate that Idris does not want to be referenced as a black actor. Um, for me, I'm super proud to be a black nurse, black female, black everything. <laughs> So, yeah, that's yeah. five cents. Love you, Amanda. Love right you back. Love mm. you back. And that two cents was with two million. Because let me tell you, <laughs> it's valuable. It's valuable. I love it. She said, I'm a black nurse and I'm proud of it. We have to be. We are not in a position of equality where we can afford to remove that label and let that be not a part of our community and our unity. I just, I don't agree. I think it's imperative. And I think when we remove that label, what we think, what some people think they're doing is being like subversive, right? And they're like, yeah, you all put the label on me, but I'm not going to take it. And it's like, well, then where are you now? So now that you don't have that label, what, where where are you now? Where what is your what is your community? What is your tribe now? I'm curious. I'm curious. So thanks for calling in. I love when you guys call in, especially when you agree with me. One eight five five two six two six three two eight. That's one eight five five Amanda eight to call us up. Now coming up next, we got an in depth story. We've been talking about online the black ranchers who are arrested after claiming they've been the target of racially charged harassment by neighbors in Colorado. You heard that right. They were arrested after claiming they were the target of racially charged harassment by neighbors. Yes, Nicole and Courtney Mallory will be joining us on the show when we get back to talk about what they've been going through right here on The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the Seals joined by We ain't nobody's fools I'm Nails I just wanted to throw that in there Because we up, we up, we up We up, we up, we up And we got a lot to talk about this hour So let's get into it What's going on? Yeah, Norfolk Southern is only giving $25,000 To an Ohio town Where it caused a life or death evacuation This is disrespectful what they're doing And let me just be clear That like this is not past tense 
The issue is still very present and there's no reason to believe that it's been sorted out and everything is cool. So it hasn't really been talked about in the media, but we're going to address it right here when we get back. We also got something else going on with Seth. Yeah. If a man invites you over for a nap and a shower date, are you going? (laughs) I've been seeing people talk about this all over these interwebs. So we're going to talk about it right here. But most importantly this hour, we're going to talk to uh, Black Ranchers Nicole and Courtney Mallory of El Paso, Colorado. They've been going viral on the Internet talking about their terrorism that they're experiencing from their neighbors who are trying to get them off of their land. And we want to share their story with you all so you can be a part of helping them in their fight to retain their land and to bring justice to the people who are harming them. So stick around. We're going to talk about that this hour. Stay connected with us on social media at Seal Said It and give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and uh, we got to tell y'all about this story, Males, because I, I don't see enough of it being talked about on actual media. I think I actually learned about it on, on socials. Yeah, um, over in East Palestine, which is right on the borderline of uh, Pittsburgh and Ohio, there was uh, last week an apocalyptic plume of gas that rose over the whole city of East Palestine, and it even darkened out the sky. And this came from a train derailment that happened And this company, Norfolk Southern, uh, who is the U.S. railway company that's responsible for this, right? It spewed a bunch of toxic vinyl chloride all over in the area. They're only offering this area that they are messing up just $25,000. By the way, there's only 5,000 residents in this area who were forced to evacuate or face death from their homes. This is just It ends up being like $5 per resident. Yeah. And the company's worth $55 billion, might I add. So here's the thing. A lot of animals have died. Uh, People's pets died. There's also fish and frogs in the neighboring water that have died. So there's no reason for folks to think that this is just like something very casual that's just going to like blow over, (laughs) pun intended. And, um, you know, when we talk about the way that they're trying to act like this is not that deep, it really is important that we make it very clear that like this is that deep. Congressman Jamal Bowman said nearly 1 million pounds of vinyl chloride were on this train. Now the EPA has confirmed it's entered the Ohio River Basin, Mm -hmm. which is home to 25 million people. This is one of the deadliest environmental emergencies in decades, and no one is talking about it. And a lot of the reason people aren't talking about it is because the reason why things like this can happen is because so many safety regulations were lessened during Trump's administration. I mean, he literally passed legislation that made train companies not have to go through as many steps of safety in order to transport things because it's always about money. So again, we are seeing these people in this town who are going to take the short end of this stick. Um, it is going to be a long-term issue. I can't listen to this and not think of Flint, right? I can't listen to this and not think of Jackson, Mississippi. Once the water is contaminated, how? How does this work? And never forget that this is also a situation where, remember when the trans unions were fighting for guaranteed sick leave? And there was a whole vote where the Republicans who always like, we're the party of the working man. And they did not vote for the train workers to have guaranteed sick leave. Guess what? They still don't have it. So here we are. Your vote matters. Your vote matters. What else we got going on? Well, this right here is something that you saw. I I saw you posted on your Instagram. I'm like, "Ah, this is a little lame right here. So nap and shower dates. It's a real thing. Check this out. Ladies, if a man invites you over for a nap and shower date, are you going? First of all, flag on the play. Nap and shower date, that's not a real date. That A nap and a shower, those are just numbers one and number five on an adult's weekend to-do list, fam. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> He's not made any sexual passes at you or even tried you previously. This is the creepiest part of the whole question, fam. Like, he didn't even try you once. Why You, you don't even got to say the fact that you ain't never tried nobody if you ain't never tried nobody, fam. Secondly, bro, how would you feel if you heard your daughter got pregnant at a nap and shower day? I'd be so ashamed. He just wants to bond honestly and genuinely. Fam, if you broke, then get a fucking job. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's it. 
That's it. Shout out to comedian Reg Thomas. That is my homeboy, Ace Boon Coon. We we do shows together. He opens for me on the road. And I was like, that right, that last line, that's the real one right there. Nap and shower date. I ain't never heard of that before. And somebody in the comments was like, well, in my 20s, I was definitely having nap and shower dates. Uh, listen, Nails, I was in my 20s for 10 years and not a nap and shower date was had. Not even offered. You know why? Because you weren't broke and you weren't dating broke dudes either. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I, I was broke. <laughs> I was broke oh, for a okay, large, okay. a large amount of my 20s. There was like a sliver there from like, 21 to 24 where I was popping because I was on Sirius Radio and I was on MTV and then I wasn't on Needham Jump Joints and I had college loans to pay and then I went mm. to default and then I couldn't pay my bills and then I had to do credit cards and I was very, very broke. But during that time, I still wasn't on a nap and shower date. <laughs> I still <laughs> this, wasn't this on a nap and shower date. Well, here's the other thing too. Like there's so many free options for dates. Like there really is like a lot of things you can do on a date that don't cost money. I mean, you can go to the beach, you can go on a walk, you can go to a trail, you can go on a hike, you can go to on a picnic. I mean, uh, you can get a solid picnic for $20 together. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's more about just being creative. I think this is really actually just being creepy. But what do y'all think? Hit me up. one 855 That's one 855 When we come back, this story has caught the attention of the Amanda Seals show. Black ranchers in Colorado have been arrested and racially profiled and charged, even though they're the ones being harassed by their Karen of a neighbor. Actually, I think Karen is giving it too lightly. She's a terrorist. Well, they're going to share their story right here in their own words. We are so honored to have them on the show. And we want you all to take a listen so you can hear not only their story, but how you can help. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seals show. The Amanda Seals show. We are. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here joined by DJ Nails. And uh, we have two guests joining us. I really, truly wish this were under different circumstances, but we have uh, Nicole and Courtney Mallory of Colorado, of El Paso, Colorado joining us. And if you have been following me on Instagram, then you know that they are being terrorized in their town for basically owning land as farmers, as black farmers that people in the town apparently want. And they are utilizing the efforts of the police department, as well as your neighbors, to my knowledge, to try to run you off this land and enacting all different sorts of terror. It's actually sickening and disgusting the levels of creativity that they have come to and how they are enacting these ways of terror. And I would love if you could just um, give the folks some background into how this got to this point and, you know, what you guys have experienced. I think a lot of folks may not be aware of this because the media has not given it the attention that it deserves. And so we wanted to do it right here at the Amanda Seals show. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you for having us today um, so that we can um, tell our story and get support from our community. We came to this point in terms of being in Colorado after being displaced um, after Hurricane Harvey um, we pretty much lost a lot of our belongings and our home was damaged. And I think during that hurricane, we started to really kind of think about our purpose and what we wanted to do in life as far as our goals. And I think that's where we kind of really delve into the fact that we wanted to, to, to have a ranch and so we rode around the state literally to different areas. And so we always say that this property chose us. It is beautiful. Um, we have a 360 panoramic view of Pikes Peak and the mountains. And it, it just was drawn. We were drawn to it. And that's how we somewhat landed in Colorado. You know, we were living in our purpose. We grew chickens. We gave out food. We had a lot of eggs. So we were able to give the community eggs, especially the low income community and um, that lacks access to those fresh foods. And um, it, it was fine until it wasn't, I guess. 
if that makes sense. And that's, um, that's what I would love yeah. to talk about when we get back. Um, okay. When the shift happened and how we ended up where we are now. I mean, I think it's such a beautiful thing that you all had, not only did you move into the community, but you gave to the community. So, you know, you already demonstrated that there's benevolence and that there's an effort to be a part of this community. So for them to turn in this way is really sickening. And we're going to talk about it when we get back right here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, joined by DJ Nails, and we have the pleasure of talking to Nicole and Courtney Mallory of Colorado. They are two Black farmers who are experiencing the terror of racism in real life uh, in Colorado right now. And their story has been all over the internet, but it needs to be all over the media, and it needs to be dealt with in a actual real way by the authorities. Uh, But to my dismay, but also not to my surprise, we now learn that the authorities have actually been complicit in enacting this terror. Can you tell us more about what's been going on uh, since the first incident with the Karen coming on your property to now? There were a lot of incidents. Um, We were being chased off the road, uh, followed. And then like after that incident, maybe a few weeks later, our ranch hand was murdered. Um, Again, we're new to the community. So, we called the police so and asked them to perform patrol checks on our property to just have a police presence until the murder was solved. Unfortunately, that never happened. They laughed at us about that. They la- they just pretty much, you know, said patrol checks and just and just laughed, laughed it off. Like, yeah, right. Like that's going to happen. And then it started to peak where there were more trespassers. And she had gotten very much more aggressive. Um, There were guns pointed at us. Um, She would follow us around the property. People started coming Coming over to the the house, house, blocking us in the gate. Um, They started saying that um, they were going to burn us because they saw Black Lives Matter flags and that they were going to do everything they could to protect her. And we were actually the victims. So I was very much perplexed, but it, it was eye opening because now I realized what kind of community I lived in. We had animals that were mutilated, poisoned, two dogs stolen. that were poisoned. Um, just here recently, we have ca- another cattle that's poisoned. Um, it just became an onslaught of of terror. There was a particular officer, uh, Deputy Gearhart, who basically went on this vendetta against our family as victims to, I guess, make us be arrested for the same things that we were, were asking for help about. So I, he, he's basically tried to charge us three separate occasions with different crimes. So I feel like a lot of people that, I'm seeing, I feel like a lot of people I'm seeing are saying, well, why aren't they just fighting back? Like, why aren't they just, you know, if she's coming on their property, why aren't they coming on their property? Why why haven't they uh, took out the guns and, and scared her? Why aren't they fighting these people and, and why are they letting this happen? What what would you say to those people? Because I feel like that's really easy to say when you're not in the situation. Correct. Um, I'm a Marine and, and I have been fighting. And I think people that are not put in a situation like this, where the police will constantly charge you for utilizing your Second Amendment, you have to fight smarter. Here's the thing. As a Marine, an 18-year-old, they armed me with weapons to protect every last person in this country, you know. But when we came home, for some reason, I realized that because of our skin, it, it appeared that Black people aren't supposed to have weapons in their eyes. This is powered by, by the people. This fight is powered by the people here. Everyone out there that has made a call, that has shared the story, yeah. that has made a donation, the yeah. people that have come out to the ranch to help us make repairs, that have camped on the land, that's how we fight, having a presence here. How we fight is trying to get legislation passed the Karen Act is what we're trying to do here on this Friday with our protest to make it a hate crime for for Caucasians to weaponize the police on people of color for doing everyday activities. 
that's the only way right now to stop it. When we come back, I know that it's it's gotten to a fever pitch and I was so disheartened to see, Courtney, that you had been incarcerated by these folks and that the police are now officially like working with them. It's one thing to be negligent. It's another thing to be complicit. So when we come back, I'd love to talk about that and how my listeners can lend their assistance and their help in, you know, you all's fight against these people who are absolutely terrorizing your land in the tradition of America. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's Amanda Seals here uh, with DJ Nails, and we are joined by uh, Nicole and Courtney Mallory, who have a farm in Colorado and their story has been taking off throughout the internet uh, because we are learning that their neighbors and the police force have been terrorizing them in an effort to my understanding to get you all off the land. How can people help? How can people, you know, continue to be in support of you? Making calls to the legislators to ask them to support the Karen act, calling the attorney general's office, calling these people in power to put enough pressure on them to, to get up off their hands and actually do something. And hold these people accountable that we put in, in, in positions. Now you guys, you and can so, get the yeah. number to governor Polis in Colorado on you guys' Instagram page at black farmland owners matter. And the governor's phone numbers right there. So you're able to call. There's also a, uh, the cash app is there if you want to donate and I'm assuming they can DM you if they want to come out to the to the ranch and be a part of, you know, uh, assisting in repairs or camping and just being able to be visible, as well as you said, there's a march that you're planning. When would that be taking place and how can people come out to that? That is taking place this Friday, 2-17-2023. We are going to assemble at the Denver uh, Capitol and we are going to be there from 9 a.m., to about 1 p.m. or so, at, or until we're finished. And we um, are going to ask our legislators to sponsor um, the Karen Act. We are going to demand an independent investigation into the hate crimes against our family. We are going to demand um, an investigation into the lack of service that we've been receiving when we call 911 and we're demanding justice for our animals. I mean, what has been happening to our animals essentially is, is disgusting. It's it's dishonorable. Right. And it's and it's quite frankly very scary. Well, I mean, Nicole, farming is not an I genuinely thing. can't even imagine and um you know, I, I I was like, well, let me see if I can at least use my platform to amplify what's going on. This is a time for those of y'all listening, all of you quote unquote good cops who are always very quick to come in my comments and talk about being good cops. This is when you show what kind of cop you are. This is when you head on out to Freedom Acres Ranch in El Paso, Colorado. This is when you go and you talk to your fellow frater- order of fraternity, fraternal brothers, and you say, this is not okay. This is when you demonstrate what a good cop is. All of our veterans who are listening, you know, you've got a sister right here who was in, what is it, Semper Fi? Isn't that the whole thing? You were a Marine. Okay, right? So I'm like, you know, this is when community doesn't just show up in race, but it also shows up in how you who are in these spaces take responsibility for where you have been and for where you want this country to go. I hope that um, we will see this alleviated shortly. I hope this lady gets everything that's coming to her and everybody who is assisting her in this tyranny. And I really hope that, you know, folks show up for the march on the 17th. The march is happening this Friday, the 17th at two o'clock, you said? Nine, nine a.m. Nine to one. All right, it's in the morning, y'all. So you like get a good night's sleep, get your marching clothes on and head on out to the state house, I'm assuming in Denver. 
um, to join the Mallory's. And again, you can get more information on what's going on at Black Farmland Owners Matter on Instagram. And I want y'all, if you're not going out to Colorado, pick up a phone, call the governor. His number is right there in their bio and let them know that you do not stand for this to happen in this country. You do not stand for this to happen to black folks. You don't stand for this to happen to farm owners. Y'all are the salt of the earth. That's what the whole thing is. Look at the hat. Look Mm -hmm. at the hat. No farms, no food. (laughs) Baby. Well, you all, I wish I'm wishing you so much strength and so much love and light in this fight. And I will continue to use my platform in any way I can to continue to amplify your story. And I'm just wishing you safety and sending love to you and your family. And shout out to everybody who's already been out there helping. We really, truly, you know, appreciate you. And community is all we got. Thank y'all. Thank you. You can check out the full interview here with uh, Nicole and Courtney Mallory on our podcast, The Amanda Seal Show, wherever you get your podcast. This is The Amanda Seal Show. We are doing our best to use this platform to amplify Black voices, Black stories, and of course, Black elevation. So let's all be a part of it because we are each other's business. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up. to uh, Nicole and Courtney Mallory for joining us here on the show. They are Colorado ranchers whose stories have been featured on my Instagram and all over the internet. And we've been hearing about the terror that they've been experiencing. And I wanted to highlight their story because I thought, I don't know about there being a large number of black farmers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like that's like a common thing, Nails. No, I was shocked when I heard the story because I, I did say the same thing as you. I was like, damn, there are black farmers in out in Colorado of all places. Yeah, I think in my mind, I only think of the South, but like, yeah, yeah, in Colorado, like that's really surprising to me. But they are there and we are here. And so we wanted to show our support. So if you missed that, make sure you go to wherever you get your podcast and put in the Amanda Seal Show so you can check it out. And also the extended interview will also be on the Amanda Seal Show podcast as well. So make sure you go and take a listen and, uh, you know, see how you can be a part of helping their cause. Now, we got some black news for the people. So what's up? Yeah. Okay, Boomer. Uh, ESPN's Chris Berman, a.k.a. Boom. He made some tone deaf statements during the pregame festivities for the Super Bowl. Read the room, bro. We'll talk about that this hour. Yeah. I mean, it was just one of them situations where it's like, don't go off book. <laughs> like, sometimes stick to the script is probably the best way to go. Uh, what else we got going on? We're going to talk about Playboy Cardi, who allegedly choked his pregnant girlfriend. He was arrested on a felony charge. As a rule, I try not to necessarily like know the dating life of Playboy Cardi. But nonetheless, we are going to get into this because, again, we have to discuss the fact that like you can't be choking girlfriends, let alone pregnant girlfriends. And I'm glad that he was arrested because domestic violence is a real thing. <sighs> we got a big, big up, up, big up and a letdown. There's just not enough good news. There's just not enough. There's not enough good news. But I'm going to give a big up, though, because that's going to be the good news I'm going to give y'all today. All right, stick around right here to the Amanda Seal Show. We got more for you. So listen, laugh, and learn with us, and don't go anywhere. Yes, y'all. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and I'm joined by DJ I'm Nails. DJ Nails. And I didn't see this. I didn't see this when it happened. I was watching it, all the uh, pregame festivities leading up to the Super Bowl, and Chris Berman, a.k.a. Boomer, he made some statements when we were talking about the historic moment that we were about to watch between these two black quarterbacks starting in the Super Bowl. And Boomer, he made some statements, and just read the room, bro. Listen to this. But... Also, of course, two African-American quarterbacks starting against each other in the Super Bowl for the first time. Fittingly, February 12th is Abe Lincoln's birthday. Here we go with the highlights in case you Fittingly. First of all, I just, in the words of the uh, TikTok historian, your favorite African-American historian, uh, Ernest Krim, 
Abe Lincoln did not free the slaves. The slaves freed themselves because they were willing to fight alongside the Union soldiers in order to gain their freedom. Okay? They weren't just freed. There was a contingency in place. We'll free you if you help us win this war. That's not the same thing. You feel me? So I think he thought he was really like saying something like, look, these two black men come from slavery (laughs) and made their way back to the field with the pig skin. And it's like, no, no, sometimes just shh. Which is why keeping... Our history alive in these schools is so important because these people only know Emancipation Proclamation and they think that is what freed the slaves. That's it. That's all they really know. You know, that's why it's important to keep our information and our history alive in these schools. I can't even put that much. I, I can't it's also put just weird, But it's also just weird to like hear two black men are going to be on the field and then like associate it with slavery. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like yes. That's wow. like, why wow. would you hear that? And then be like, and you know what? This is all possible because of this white man. That's weird. That's a weird wow. correlation. That's a weird leap to make. All these idiots talking a bunch of garbage. <laughs> that's how I feel about that. So again, you know, Berman, keep it, keep it to the sports. Leave history, unless it's sports history, out of it. Okay? What do y'all think? Are we are we reading it wrong? Or did he say it wrong? Hit us up 1-855-262-6328. That's 1-855-AMANDA8. Now coming up, what's going on with this Playboy? Yeah, Playboy Cardi, he allegedly choked his pregnant girlfriend, arrested on these felony charges. I'm going to break it down for you coming up next. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, y'all, we are back right here at the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, joined by... I am Nails. What's happening, Amanda? Let's, I'm going to just jump right into it. Playboy Cardi, he was arrested for allegedly choking out his pregnant girlfriend. This apparently happened in Georgia. And she ended up trying to have a conversation with him about the pregnancy. And that is what caused this whole paternity test conversation. He ended up grabbing her by her throat in the house, choking her to the point where she felt like she was about to die. Somebody jumped in between them. She ran out to the car to get away from him. And he still kept going after her, even trying to use the SOS feature in her uh, car. And he covered her mouth and everything. But police got there. He saw they saw bruises all over her and stuff. And that's where he was arrested for allegedly beating her up and choking her. This is, I mean, kind of serious. Yeah. Yeah. It's very serious. And let me just tell you the reason why you're hearing the word allegedly, because I know there's people listening like, well, if they saw bruises and there were witnesses to this, why is it alleged? It's always alleged until the person is like formally charged and indicted and, and convicted. Um, But I just, and something I want to say about mental health is, so many people end up doing drugs and doing and drinking liquor. And you know, that then creates these types of reactions. Um, and they, a lot of them, a lot of times they do that to self-medicate with their own mental health issues, but none of it is acceptable. And that's the reality of the situation. A lot of times we like to say, well, it could be mental health. You know, maybe he's having a hard time. It, you, it doesn't make it acceptable just because you're having issues dealing with the scenario because you're upset or because it triggered you does not make it okay for you to harm people particularly women who cannot fight back at the same level as you and particularly a pregnant person. This Mm -hmm. is really just scary to me. And I I hope that she is surrounded by love and support. And I hope in his case that the money doesn't allow him to get out of this without being held accountable and getting help for his anger management issues, because that's the thing, right? Like this is clearly somebody who does not know how to handle their anger for her to get out the house and him to follow her, that's a whole other level. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, we're in each other's face, but now I've removed myself. And you're still like chasing, chasing, chasing. I don't know, man. Apparently she had visible injuries on her neck, chest, and back. She was trying to use the vehicle's feature to call the police and he tried to cover her mouth. Cover her mouth. Well, for those who are listening, I apologize for not giving you a trigger warning before uh, we talked about domestic violence, but it is very serious and you are not absolved just because you have money or status. We know that for a fact. So wishing them the best and hoping that her baby is safe as well. Now, coming up next, we got the... Ah! Not that. (laughs) Coming up... (laughs) 
<laughs> Coming up, we got the Figo, Figo. Let down. So don't move, because we're going to be right here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show, and I am here with DJ, DJ Nail. Wrap this thing up. By the wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Like I hope you all did last night. Yeah. Oh, you beat me to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. 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 I want to thank the uh, individuals, Nicole and Courtney Mallory from Colorado, the black farmers who are currently going through an incredibly racist terrorizing. It it feels like the KKK. When you read those stories about how the KKK were terrorizing communities, that's what they're going through in Colorado. You can see it on my Instagram. You can also see it on Seal Said It and you can also hear their story and how you can help right here at the Amanda Seal Show. So make sure you check us out on the podcast so that you can catch the interview if you missed it. Just type in the Amanda Seal Show. What we got coming up tomorrow, Nails? All right, coming up tomorrow on Thursday's show, we will have all your Black Urit news plus the big up letdown and the state of Mississippi. They've seen a 900% rise in the number of infants born with congenital syphilis. When I heard syphilis, I was thinking the same thing you were thinking. All right. So we'll break that down tomorrow. And plus this woman popped up on her boyfriend only to meet his wife. Yeah. A side piece nightmare. We'll talk about that tomorrow on the Amanda Seal show. Keep it locked. Remember we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Stay safe. Y'all. The Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up.